Hello, everyone, and welcome to Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the simple, significant, and very strategic choices that all of us can make in order to become, yes, the very best versions of ourselves. My name is Dr. Michael Brown. I am the host of Three Words, and I'm here with a very, very dear friend and colleague, none other than Dr. Tyler Swans, a very common guest here at Three Words Podcast, and... My chiropractor <laughs> and a life coach here with DMB Coaching. So, Tyler, always a pleasure. We always have very informal and very conversational and, quite honestly, fantastic conversations when we're on set here in the studio. And so I'm thankful to be here with you again today. And as always, would you be willing to introduce our three words for discussion? Absolutely. So the three words today are commit to meditation. Commit to meditation. Can I be honest with you, my friend? I am actually initiating this three words podcast because I need this in my life. (laughs) I am not an expert in meditation. I have just recently started to kind of toy with the idea of meditation and starting to uh, pull in some different apps to help me with meditation. I'm a type A personality. Oh, really? (laughs) And it's hard for me to slow down, to hit pause to really be fully mindful and and so forth. And I'm sure we'll talk about a variety of facets and ways that meditation uh, can look in our lives because we're, we're different personalities. Correct. But let's just start with this question that I'll pose to you. What do you think, my friend, is the purpose of meditation? I believe that the, uh, the purpose of meditation is threefold. Okay. Uh, first, to reflect. Mm-hmm. Second, to recharge. And third, to reframe. And so uh, it just guides your gaze to look backward on events that have maybe just recently occurred or maybe occurred last week or years ago. It allows you to take a break from plowing forward toward your, you know, your end, you know, the end goal and, uh, and to recharge your batteries, whatever it might be. And then also to reframe what it is you're aiming toward. Uh, reframe an interaction that you just had where you might have taken offense. Uh, reframe who you're becoming. And so I think it's those, those three, uh, those threefold reasons is, is why I would choose to meditate. Now, when we were chatting before we even went on camera here today, uh, both of us kind of admitted to each other, we don't spend time meditating in the traditional sense as no. people think about meditation. So I, I know for me, I need to pause regularly. I need to regain perspective uh, regularly. And so sometimes I'll stop and do that in the middle of the day. But just recently, I've started actually, not every day, but I I make the time on occasion to actually go to my very front porch. And the weather's been nice enough to do this, where I just sit there on the chair and take, I, I have some apps that I'm using, two minute, five minute, seven minute, just to actually breathe, mm-hmm. to begin my day in a space of calm, um, to do exactly what you just said, obviously to reflect upon things, to reframe. What was the second R? Recharge. Recharge. Well, for sure. I don't need to recharge at that point, but I for sure need to reflect and even just prepare for what my day may be. Cause I want to be mindful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one of the purposes of meditation is I want to be fully present. Yes. Um, and it's hard to do that because we tend to spend most of our life, 95% of our life, I would say somewhere other than now. Um, I'm either wondering about the past or worrying about the future instead of being right here and now. And meditation forces me to be right here and now. But you were talking to me as well. It looks a little different for you. 
Yeah. If you, I don't even think I can sit cross-legged. I don't think I'm flexible enough. So if you're picturing, you know, someone sitting cross-legged, you know, whatever, uh, that's not what my meditation looks like. I believe that, and I don't think I'm alone. I think that a lot of people, um, enter into a meditative state, which you have defined as like being fully present with where you are, not worried about the past or the future necessarily, but being fully present with where you are. And I think a great way of achieving that is, through that thing that you believe you've achieved mastery of. Mm-hmm. Um, for some people, for example, it could be cooking. They feel like they don't need a recipe, and when they are cooking, they're thinking of nothing else but the knife in their hand, the ingredients that are right in front of them, the flavors, the smells, you know, what they're creating. Like It's a true, creative, masterful experience, and that's, in some ways, that flow state is very similar to a, a meditative state where you can wash away everything else for that moment and just be right where you are. And uh, if you're thinking to yourself, like, I don't know if I have that thing that I have Mm -hmm. mastered. I'm not a great cook or I'm not, you know, whatever. I don't have that thing. You've probably mastered walking. Mm -hmm. And there's this whole notion of like, if you've mastered walking, like maybe go ahead and, and walk out in the woods and walk without thinking of anything but the next step that's in front of you and the, the beauty around you and the, the feeling of the wind on your face and, that's meditating. That's that's being fully present with with right where you are by enacting that mastery of walking or cooking or if I'm adjusting people and I feel like, wow, I'm just in that flow state. I'm thinking of nothing else but the person in front of me and, and how I'm going to help them. Like that's even from time to time I, I enter into a flow or meditative state then as well. And I've watched you do that because when I come to be adjusted at your practice, I'm usually there with my wife or yeah. my one or more of my children. And so I don't experience what you're experiencing from your angle when I'm obviously in front of you and you're adjusting me. Yeah. But I watch you with our children or with my wife, Teresa, and you do, you you actually, you're kind of listening to me, but I can tell you're zoning out and you're right there with them and you close your eyes. And it, it's actually an amazing thing to watch um, because obviously there is a mastery there, but there's also an art and I'm thankful as you're adjusting my family members who I love and care for that you are yeah. mindful and that you're right there and not somewhere else. And and I think typically it's hard to meditate when we are distracted mm. or discouraged. Um, and so what happens is, and I'm even doing this work, some sports psychology with some, some athletes right now, mm-hmm. where I'm helping them be fully present in their sport during competition and the things that keep preventing them from actually being fully in that meditative state as they're doing the thing they most love Mm -hmm. is these distractions keep pushing in or they're discouraged. Something's happened in the moment that has disrupted that kind of meditative flow. It's interesting as you talk about chiropractic care and you're, as you obviously have mastered that and doing that, I feel that way sometimes there's times when, and I wouldn't have thought of it until you mentioned it, but when I'm speaking in front of a crowd where it feels like it's, it's all I'm floating on air. Like it's so like I'm in the moment, um, the words are flowing and it feels like this meditative experience and it's not spooky or mysterious or even weird. It's just, I, I like how we've talked about it. It's just being fully present in the now because for me, I need to pause. And as I do um, at least even take that kind of more, uh, what we consider traditional meditation mm-hmm. where I pause and actually close my eyes and think about things. I need to be reminded of what is true. Yes. I need to be reminded of what is most important. And I need to be reminded in those moments of what is noble Mm -hmm. and what is worthy of my life just to kind of 
refocus, right? To reframe and to, to recharge. Cause it is, it's incredibly recharging. And this is what, this is the lie I believe. I don't have time to meditate. Mm-hmm. So, and particularly now I'm learning life is so busy and there's so many things coming at me and I have so many different roles that I'm trying to achieve. I want to turn that and think, you know what? I actually have time not to meditate. I can't <laughs> not meditate, right? Mm-hmm. I can't because I so desperately need the two to five minutes to simply pause and to regain perspective. Without meditation on our lives and who we're becoming, we become someone on accident. Mm. Essentially, there's two flows of, of direction of who you're becoming. You can either choose to say, I'm becoming this person, this is my identity. And then out of your identity, you can choose to meditate and then augment the effect of that. And through that, that will generate certain emotions that will drive certain actions that will hopefully mm. allow you to become that person that you're becoming. Whereas the inverse of that would be to allow other people's actions or maybe your own mistakes to then generate negative emotions, to then generate negative self-talk, yeah. to create a person that you never wanted to be and never intended to be. So I believe that meditation drives the directional force of who you're becoming from your identity to your actions, as opposed to allowing your actions or other people's actions mm-hmm. to drive who you're becoming. That was brilliant. And even <laughs> as I listen to you talk about that, it, it does inspire within me a reminder that meditation needs to be a part of my life. Now, as you described, and I agree, there are times when it's happening in the midst of, mm. um, and I want to continue to do that as well. But also for me, uh, I also want to set aside that time, that yeah. place. I want to hit pause where I can say for this period of time, I'm going to choose this, if I can use the term discipline, of quiet, of reflection, of meditation, because I need it. I, I I need to not just be running with the urgent. Yeah. I need to be focusing on the important. And, and it's hard for me, even though I teach it and even though I share it and I promote it, to be mindful, to be here. Hmm. There's no guarantee of tomorrow, my friend. You know that. I mean, we've talked about that. I lost a dear friend even yesterday. Hmm. And there's no guarantee of tomorrow, but I have now. Yes. And I want to be fully now. I want to be fully here now. And for me to do that, I think, and for those who are listening to us even today, uh, I think there's an opportunity to not just consider meditation, but to actually commit to meditation. I think you said it really well. It's uh, it's something you promote, but you and I both know uh, that our actions, it's, it's not what we promote, it's what we mm-hmm. permit into our life that speaks the very loudest. And if we promote meditation, if we promote mindfulness, but we permit those lapses in thankfulness that we do have today and that we're not promised tomorrow, then that's yeah. reflective in our life. And uh, when we have these these moments, these opportunities to meditate, to uh, step out of our own timeline, to say, you know, hit the pause button, like you've been saying, step out of our timeline, and go back and analyze it and come back right where we left off. We're going to live a much richer, yeah. uh, much more intentional, um, much more satisfying, I think fair to say, life. Because we won't miss the we won't miss the positive things that happen. They won't just fly by us faster yeah, than we can yeah. notice them. But in addition, like even the sad things, mm. they won't go by us and we won't. We won't feel like we didn't properly grieve or didn't properly engage. We can take those opportunities to ensure that 
when someone comes to me or a person enters my life or a person leaves my life that I can look back and say, I would, I would not have done that differently. Or if that, if I come to that next time, I will, I will emerge better. I will, I will be a better version. I will be the person that I always had hoped to be because I took the moment to step out of the timeline, reflect, recharge and reframe the situation. That's awesome. Tyler, thanks for being with me here today. And if I can say to our viewers and listeners, I'm not sure where you find yourself at this particular moment on your journey in what commitments and choices you need to make. But we would encourage you, and we're going to look in the mirror and encourage ourselves to do the same, that you would make those commitments and those choices and not wait for life to happen. Beginning with this one, commit to meditation. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.